Welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. I am one thirty of your host, Tiffany E. And on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, we'd like to welcome you to our show. So this week, we're just going to cover some more random topics from the last couple of weeks. We're going to talk um, about Will Ospreay and his situation and a couple other topics we're also going to cover in regards to wrestling. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count and we'll see you in there. Will Ospreay had an interview and basically he was talking about the last couple of weeks and how he felt and he said that he was in a very dark space and that he was at the point of doing something very stupid his words not mine now I'm going to be honest I I don't want anyone to harm themselves or do anything even the most horrible people I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy so in that regard I would hope that he would just go get some help and make amends for the things that he has done, especially how he blackballed other people and hurt other people to advance himself and possibly others. Maybe you should make amends for that and you won't be in that dark space. Um, I feel like if you stand by your ground and say you didn't do anything that you say, then there should be no reason for you to feel this way. I think this is your guilt manifesting into depression. Um, you need to get help. And you need to make amends to the people that you've harmed, whether it be physically or emotionally or mentally or people you've held back in their career. You need to rectify that. That's the only way you're going to get over whatever the hell this is that you're feeling because you – used the power that you had as a high-profile wrestler to hold back others. And in the grand scheme of things, it might be temporary that you're making money and will all spray, but at the end of the day, you decided that you were going to hold somebody else back from their dream, and you know how hard it is that you had to fight to get yours. So karma's a bitch. It, is, it come around in its own way. To each person, it's going to attack differently. So you need to fix that. Otherwise, you're going to stay in this space. And that's pretty much all I can say when it comes to Will Ospreay. If it's um, taken this long for his guilt to manifest, you could honestly tell he just did not give a fuck to even when he even did it. Well, nobody was holding his feet to the fire when he was doing that. Now, everybody's aware. Because I didn't know who the hell he was, <laughs> to be honest with you. Until you two told me. I had no fucking clue. So I was like, who the hell is Will Ospreay? And then I started getting messages from people online. I'm like, oh, okay, so he and Seth Rollins wrestle similar. I don't see what the difference is between the two of them, but all right, if that's if that's what you like. And they're like, oh, no, he's like one of the best wrestlers in, in wrestling, period. I'm like, what? what? Are we looking at the same person? <laughs> I said, okay, you know, if that's what you believe, I ain't going to tell you wrong for how you feel. But he's quite average, if you ask me. Him and Ricochet in the same boat. They do a lot of flips and tricks, and that's really all you get. Um, is it I, I mean, yeah. I agree with both of you, just to piggyback. I've been given Will Osprey the business for as long as I can remember. 
was a first person story. And the reason that he feels so shitty, like, again, people are actually holding him accountable. They're not letting him slide because they think he's so fucking amazing and he's such a good wrestler and blah, blah. When he's, when he literally, he's using, and that's why his apology was so bullshit and that backfired on him because he basically used, used like his mental disabilities or whatever the fuck is wrong with him um, as a crutch to be like, well, no, this is, and then barely apologized to Pollyanna, like barely. And instead of taking, <clears throat> uh, taking accountability for what happened, it was just very like, oh, well, this is what I've been going through and blah, blah. And it's just very, very self-serving and very circled back to him. Like it was, and that's the same thing. And Joey Ryan's apology, quote unquote, was the exact same way. Where he made it all about him. Yeah, like, he made it all about himself. Please feel bad for so, me. Do, do I want uh, Will Ospreay to harm himself? No, I don't. But I do want him to get a reality check and to him get be held accountable. Because in my opinion, he's not that great of a wrestler that he gets to bypass the shitty behavior. Yes, he might have not been... Yes, him and B might not have been the one to, you know, assault this, assault uh, Pollyanna, but they allowed, they created a culture that shamed her for speaking out originally for something horrible that happened to her and made her life in industry hard. And then try to lie about it and say that they didn't once, but multiple sources were like, no, like, no, this is what you did. Like, you asked me, you don't want to be booked with her. And the same thing with B and so on and so on. They just need, they need to get held actually fucking accountable. Like, take responsibility of yourself. I don't know how old you are, Will, but you need to He's grow a- up, be a fucking man, and take responsibility for your actions. You are too fucking old for this shit. It really makes you wonder if any of these wrestlers got the ass whooping they needed, like, a long time ago, like, as kids, and they never got it, so they just walked around with, like, this attitude that nothing can touch them. I think that when they first start out, that they're actually very decent people, but money and fame and power changes a lot of things in people. It can bring out the worst traits in you, and it can make you have a sense of entitlement that you truly don't deserve, and Randy Orton's a good example of that, and I can say now in his um, older days, he's become wiser because he had to be taught. He had to be given the information. He was handed his career because of who his father was. So Randy Orton was a very entitled guy. He's always had that attitude. And he had to learn just like everybody else. And then when you're dealing with somebody like Will Ospreay, who, of course, didn't have his career handed to him, but once you get to the top, you're at the pinnacle of your career and at the top of the industry, so most people say, you don't have to answer for much. You say no and people say okay because we need him here. 
We need him. He's our bread and butter. He makes our money for us. So you realize you have that kind of power, and you start to wield it. And when you start doing that, that makes you feel like, okay, I can control a lot of things. I can control careers. I can take money out of people's mouths, so nobody's going to say no to me. It happens, unfortunately. I don't think in general he started out being a dick, but I think he got there once people started blowing his head up and telling him how great he was. And everybody always touts New Japan as being great. And I don't take anything away from New Japan. I think they have amazing superstars there. But if you ask me, it ain't Will Ospreay that's their superstar. No, it's like Kabuta. Uh, Nicole, can you pronounce some of these names? I've tried earlier, and I think I'm going to invoke a fucking demon if I tried right now. So. <laughs> okay. But, you know, they, they have, like, I've watched Will Ospreay. I've watched a lot of these guys who, fans who are blowing smoke up their ass, saying, oh, they're the greatest thing for wrestling, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, I don't see it, at least. With Will Ospreay, it's just like I've seen the same kind of wrestling from guys before. He has zero personality. Like it seems like when he wrestles, like you know, his character doesn't stand out. It just like fades in the back because he's got no personality. He doesn't do anything that makes your jaw drop that you haven't seen done like already like twenty thousand fucking times. It's like seeing the Canadian Destroyer for like the millionth time. It just unless it's done like in a way you've never seen it before. You know, it's still just a Canadian destroyer at the end of the day. I don't know. I'm just, I may be in the wrong here and I'll pay for it later, but I think if, I think he's just trying to cover his ass. And if, if, if he tried anything, you know, more than anything would just be people like, oh, Will hurt himself because he feels so bad for what he did. Like, bitch, this was, like, what, nearly 10 years ago when he did this? No, not 10 years ago. It was, like, feels like 10 years ago. Thanks, quarantine. But um, <laughs> but less than a, not even a decade ago, he was doing this shit. And I'm just like, you're not upset and you don't care. You're just mad that your ass is finally getting called out on here. Mm-hmm. So you threw this bullshit self-pity story. Which, there's a reason why Joey Ryan deleted everything in his Twitter, because when you read it, fans weren't buying it, which pisses me off, because I went through some, some of y'all are the same fans who went on Matt Riddle's Twitter and was like, oh, it's okay, bro, we still love you, bro, king of the bros, bro, but at the same time, you were on Will Offspray's Twitter calling him just the meanest names I could, I don't even want to repeat. I guess they feel like committing, it's like, okay, well, he cheated on his wife, that's horrible, but it's not that bad. (laughs) They justify the the behavior by how egregious the act is. So for them, Matt Riddle cheating on his wife, you know, that's a situation between him and his wife, which in, in most sense, yes, that is true. It is a situation for him and his wife. However, she chose to put it out there on the internet for everybody to see, so everybody's going to have an opinion on it. Now, is Matt Riddle a dick for cheating on his wife? Yeah, but I, 
I would venture to believe that she, this girl that's coming out and saying these things is not the only one, and she ain't the last one that he's cheated on his wife with. So if he wants to cheat on his wife, that's on him. And if his wife wants to accept that, that's on her too. I have no opinion on that matter in any way, shape, or form because that's that's how they view it. In my mind, you shouldn't have got married. If you're going to do all of this, you can have kids with her and take care of your kids and not be married. But, again, I can't speak on somebody else's marriage because it ain't none of my business. So I I tend to to keep out of that aspect. When it comes to Joey Ryan, he, he tried to make himself look like a sympathetic person with his apology, but it didn't do nothing but glorify him. And he's a narcissist. That is a hallmark mark of a narcissist is when you get in trouble is to try to tell the story so that it looks like you weren't trying I've, I've been through all of these things and the kind of person that I am you're describing what you think people should know about you the fact of the matter is we don't give a damn about that we talking about this girl talking about she was laying on top of her raping her and she was basically frozen to death trying not to scream because she was afraid of what you might do to her or what you might do to her career, and she told you straight up she didn't like it, and you just was like, oh, well, let's pretend like it didn't happen. And she ain't the only one. It's multiple stories like that. So fuck your, fuck your damn career. Fuck how you started this penis power bullshit. Fuck that. We talk about what this girl is talking about. You didn't even address it. You didn't even touch it. So as far as I'm concerned, Joey Ryan can eat a dick, a whole bag of dicks. That's what he. That's Talk what he used to, anyways. Period. Mhm. That's what Nicole so, thinks of the situation right there. <laughs> I never that's liked that's Joey cute. Ryan. Something about that whole gimmick was always weird to me. I didn't like, like it. I never, gimmick? I never liked it, and I never. I only liked him when he would like actually like wrestle, wrestle. Like some of his stuff that he did with Candice LeRae and that match where I just, Candice LeRae won the PWG tag titles by herself. Um, cause I'm not gonna give Joe, Joey any credit for it anymore against <laughs> the Young Bucks. And she, and that's what I'm saying. Like when he would wrestle like that, that's the only time be like, oh, okay, he's all right. But any other time, it, it was just, it was just something about it was always weird, was off-putting to me. It just always rubbed me the wrong way. The dude's yeah, gimmick I, was, I was, I was fucking right. <laughs> the dude's gimmick was dick. Like, why did I get so over? Just, I don't know about penises. Because <laughs> it was edgy, um, he was also one of the first, one of like the first main people, one of the first people kind of in this day and age to be like very pro indies. Like, I'm not, I don't want to go get signed with the company, blah, blah, blah. I'd rather be on the indies for life. Like, he was one of the first people to really like push that narrative. Which, which is a good narrative. 
you know, more I power mean, power too, I do, I do, I do think a lot of these people should stay on indies for like ever. Not everyone needs to be signed. You get plenty of notoriety and fanfare from people who love and support you on an indie circuit, and you can make a really good money. Like, I don't, like, that's, and I just, and regardless how I feel about that, I do appreciate that conversation he started about how getting signed to a company isn't and shouldn't be the end-all, be-all. I agree. Which is true. I'll give him. Which is true. But, you know, but at the same time, you hear these indie guys who, who, you know, like David Starr was one of them, where he was just, he's also an asshole too. But just like, Mm -hmm. I think I'm starting to Yeah, never liked him. But he was always one of the ones who was very outspoken. Like, I don't want to get signed. I don't want to get picked up. You know, I want to be this indies for life. And then, but you see, like, him becoming an asshole. Because at first I was like, okay, cool. This guy wants to stay indie, whatever. But then you start hearing him, like, just bad-mouthing the WWE, which I'm not saying they're a squeaky clean company, but he's bad-mouthing WWE. Some parts he made some good, you know, talking points like if they're if they're only working for you why don't they get you know health care through you guys or health insurance through you guys instead of still having to pay for it on their own facts but then it's like i was like okay cool i kind of get understand that but then it's just like anytime he had like a journalist in front of him all he did was bash wwe and the journalist wouldn't even talk about wwe he would figure a way to work them into the conversation and i'm like dude you're one of the best indie towns out there right now people know about you why are you spending your time worrying about what the wwe is doing sound like sour grapes to me and then he takes walter's belt and he stomps on it like out of disrespect and i'm like dude you i get it you don't like the company but if walter wasn't a professional he was gonna beat his ass a Walter would have killed him straight up. Let's just be a hundred percent real here. Walter would have fucking annihilated. Something him. about that sound to me, like he he wanted to work there, but they turned him down, so no, he's been he mad ever since. Like twice. He what? He auditioned like twice. Oh, you guys smell that? <laughs> I smell sour grapes. I don't know about y'all, but. Mhm. There's quite a few of them people who talk shit, but audition. Um, what's his name? Sammy Guevara was one of them. He was trying to. Yep, and Lacey. That's a video. Someone pulled up with the. Is this you? Yeah. <laughs> Lacey was just like military, because like. I'm like, you know, it's already, I told somebody, I'm like, you know, it's already scary enough that when you're auditioning for the WWE, but when you have an ex-military police person barking at you as well, you're just like, fuck. I'm not fucking with him. I don't know what he did or said to her, but she was not, not having it that day at all. She didn't like the way he was talking to her. Oh, because he called her I don't know who he's talking to, but I'm not his I'm not his baby, so he can stop calling me that. I was like, you better leave that Marine alone, so she be done whoop your ass, whoop your ass in the middle of that ring for real. 
From what I saw online, because this is from Twitter, so just take it from a grain of salt. Sammy didn't know who Lacey was. He thought she was a tryout, so he tried to hit on her and called her baby. And then that's when she said, uh, I'm already employed here. I'm on NXT. I'm on TV. So that's why she was like, because you already know they have the guys yelling at you, but that's why I think Lacey was a little bit more like, I'm like, she's going to whoop his ass. Like, damn. <laughs> like, Lacey oh, Evans scares me. I mean, I'd, I'd pay to see Lacey Evans whoop the shit out of Sammy Guevara, but that's just me. I, uh, I don't that know. That one knows about CM, but I'm not saying, and this, and we're, and also, I don't want people to be like, not every, no one, not everybody wants to go to WWE. No, not everyone wants to go, go to WWE. Not everybody should go to WWE. It's not for everyone. And that's also another thing. And that's so, your case. Like, not everybody, and I have that argument when people talk about Emma. I said, not everybody is built for the WWE. In fact, you can be as successful or even more in the company or out of the company. It doesn't matter. You right. just got to find what works for you. Emma is on the indies, and she was doing okay on impact for a little bit but she ain't she ain't doing shit now like she has um she has people coming up for her uh, for her spot like she got like jordan grace and um diana perrazzo who's like really putting on some really good work over there and Mm -hmm. she's just like kylie ray who's creeping back from the abyss and it's like you you can do so you can do so much within and without the company like it's not necessary so i don't like that narrative of people who try to be like well no like there's people who even who go to and um who come out of wwe and they act like they're gonna be popping and they don't do shit sean spears is a prime example of that and that's facts facts and the car was right. They were like, I said, what has Sean Spears done at AEW that is so much better than what he was doing at WWE? That's why I really want to say not a fucking damn thing. Not a damn thing. Like I, I know, like, I gotta start admitting this because like we all know Nicole does not like Sean Spears. No. But like the no, like, and I'm looking at his uh, wife's side eye too. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm watch, I watch AEW. Wait, wait a minute. What did Peyton do? Yeah. Um, she's just been having, like, these weird, like, microaggressions and, like, some semi-anti-black coding oh. and coding and stuff like that. Here we go. Peyton canceled too now? No, she, I think she's, I don't think she's necessarily, like, fully racist. I just think she's a fucking idiot. So, we see the iconic star and we know why. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't say that. Excuse me. I mean, if she, I think people just ignorant. And she yeah, might be I one. Think, I don't think she's racist. I think she has microaggressions that she doesn't acknowledge because, you know, that is a thing. 
like white people, some white people have microaggressions that are so ingrained to them, they don't fucking know until someone actually tells them about it. <laughs> so I think that's more so what it is. And also, I don't think she's the brightest, um, the brightest light bulb in the package. I mean, she very strong spirit, so that should just tell you something right off the bat. Oh, come on. He's not that bad of a guy. He might be a, he might not be your favorite wrestler, but he's not a bad guy. So, I just, I don't know. There's just, you know, there's some wrestlers, like Nicole said, there are wrestlers who think just because they have that ex-WWE name, behind them people are gonna you know shell out money to come see them and it's all about them and it's just like we're not here to see you dude we're here well i think in ty tyler ty dillinger's um problem was he wasn't getting no shine in wwe and at first i was like well what he said is true but when i went back and watched nxt he got over it true enough, but he wasn't somebody that was just like, oh, you have to watch him. He wasn't like what happened with Sanity. Like, what happened with Sanity was, was a travesty. Let's just be real. They had oh, they did a Sanity lot of potential, dirty. and they got, they got done wrong. When they first got to the roster, we saw them go after New Day. I was like, okay, we finally get to have somebody dueling with the faction, it's going to be fun outside of the Usos, okay? Right. They attacked they the Usos, did they? No, they attacked New Day. Okay, I thought they attacked the Usos, too. No, I thought, and they might have, but my my assumption was they attacked the New Day. When I watched it, I just saw them attack New Day. I didn't see them attack the Usos, but I could be wrong. I thought they were going to go after the New Day, at least start a feud, or start a feud with the Usos or something. Nothing happened after that. They literally got a couple of matches, and then they were taken off TV and sent to the back. And you never saw them again. And then the Usos were coming out, and I'm like, okay, so you're going to go back to this, having the Usos go after these titles again. And it was just like, okay, wait a minute. You got viable tag teams back there. At that point, you had Gallows and Anderson on SmackDown. You mm-hmm. had Sanity on SmackDown. The Colognes were back there. Um, Heath and Rhino had stopped wrestling, I think, by then. You had plenty of tag teams to go around, and yet you were not using them. And I was just like, what is going on here? What is happening? And then all of a sudden, uh, what was that, like two years later or a year or so later, they're gone. They split them up. Um, one the leader of the group basically got sent to Raw. Alexander Wolf, I think his name was, went back to um, NXT UK. He went to the UK side. I think he's a part of Imperium. Yes, he's Imperium. I want to say he is. He yeah, is. he's in Imperium, and I don't know where the third dude is. I have no idea. Last time I checked, he's in NXT. Yeah. So yeah, all of them together. They've now split up, and the only one who really not getting no, no play is Eric Young. I think he's the only one who's not getting no play. Eric Young got released in the in the in the Thanos snap of 2020. They did him, so, they did him dirty. So he got he had all of that working for him in terms of him being being in Sanity. They did a great job with Sanity in NXT. It was a good tag team. It was a good 
core, and they had Nikki. What you could have done is brought them up as a group instead of moving Nikki from Saturday, and you could have had a whole faction going on with Nikki. Oh, jeez. Could you imagine if one, if two of them had the tag titles, one of them had the mid-card title, and Nikki had the SmackDown women's title? Right. You could have done awesome. all of that. You just, you just wasted an opportunity. You wasted it. And now one of them is not working no more. And that's not right. They did Saturday dirty. So as far as Ty Dillinger is concerned, though, when it came to him, I just was like, well, do I think Ty Dillinger deserved to have more? Yes. But they don't, it's like they don't know how to build superstars anymore. And we always go back to this, but that's just the truth. Just because you come from NXT do not mean you don't need to work. Some people have to work harder than others. Now, when you look at Cole and Undisputed Era, they're not going to have to work that hard. They're just not. They, they already work. have it. They put in the work before they came into NXT, and even when they came to NXT, they put, put in the work. You see people right. getting signed to NXT, and you just see them become lazy, and you're just like, what the fuck happened between me liking you here and now you're on NXT and you're acting, you're wrestling at like half the capacity or the ability that I know you can wrestle at. What is going and on sometimes here? Sometimes too, sometimes too, when they brought in from NXT, they have to change their wrestling style. Like y'all say all the time, Candice was a much more aggressive wrestler on the Indies than she is now. She had to switch up her whole wrestling game, and so a lot of times they're change, they have to change things and modify their wrestling style to be able to fit in WWE's world. And that's where Nicole is right about certain people coming from the indies and coming into WWE and or NXT to work may not necessarily be the best opportunity for them. And you don't have to do that to be a mega star. You can be a big star and not work in WWE. So I that part I do agree with. And it's just not everybody's meant to be stars in WWE either. So you're going to have to have people who are meant to uplift others or help other people get over people like Dana, people mm-hmm. like Santana Garrett, people like um, Cameron Grimes. I don't ever think Cameron Grimes is going to get any type of championship in NXT. If he do, I'd be fucking shocked. It might be the North American Championship. That's about as high as he going to get. Always come to titles. Which is fine. And you know what? I, I talked to a couple of local wrestlers around here. And I'm like, you know, so how do they how do they pick out, like, who's going to be, like, the top star and who's just going to be, like, um, what's the word I use? Because I didn't say the word jobber. But, you know, who's going to just be, like, um, I know the word of it. I just can't think of it. Um, or like people who enhancement. Thank you. And like, who's just going to be enhancement talent. And I'm not going to say their names because I don't not, I don't want people to give them shit because this is what one of them told me. He said it all depends on your drive because you can come in there, think you're hot shit, but just because you're hot shit don't mean you're going to get far. Now, you may be good, 
but they just don't see anything. Like they don't see you being the face of the company. They don't see you being one of the major players. And to be honest, some people are okay with that because he said he knew a guy who was signed to WWE as enhancement talent. They paid him very well. And he's like, you know what? I'm not going to be world champ. I get that. But I'm working in the WWE. I'm getting paid good. And I'm not complaining about it. I'm happy. And he's just like, okay, man. Some people are okay with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And he's just said, you know, it's all about your attitude. Because if you come in with, like, if you're, like, an older wrestler, like, um, well, not older, but, like, I want to say, like, Cass, Cassius Ono, he's been a while. He's mm-hmm. been around for a while. And it could be that he's, like, on, or if you're on, the like, the last leg of your career, they're just going to use you as enhancement talent because, like, I hate to say it, but if you're in your late 40s, and you get signed to NXT, and you get hurt, like, they they, they don't want to take that chance building up something around you. So they're like, we'll let you win every once in a while, but mostly you're going to be enhancement enhancement talent. And some people are okay with that, because they know not everybody can be world champ. So if you come in with a shit-ass attitude, then they're not going to want to do anything with you. That answers the question why everybody keeps asking, well, why they keep Dana around? Or why they keep girls like um, Santana around and stuff like that? And you have to have people in between. If you got all champions, who's going to be champions? You're just going to have people fighting for the champion. But at the same time, with those very same people, they need to create something worthwhile of watching in between people going after belts. And that's that's the issue that most of us are having when watching wrestling. However, I don't have an issue with somebody like Dana signing a five-year deal for the, for to the be a part of WWE because, I mean, the girl get to work. She got a job. And anybody who was wanting to be in WWE would do the same thing. That's... I mean, if I was a wrestler, you do the same thing. And, and think of that. think of some of the people who are in, who are in WWE that are fan favorites. Like even if they're not around today, people still talk about them. I still think not putting the tag titles on Enzo and Cass was one of the dumbest moves WWE ever did. But people still love oh. Enzo and Cass. I know everyone has a different yeah. thought. But people like Enzo and Cass got the biggest freaking pop, you know, out there. Um, who's another guy who just, you know, you have people out there who people get behind and they never win titles, but you don't hear people, like some people are just like, ah, well, okay. But they're so over, they don't care. They're just- Hey, thank you so much for sticking it out with us at Down for the Count. So we're just taking a little commercial break to let you guys know that we are on two social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter. You can hit us up there with any news that you want us to discuss, any topic that you want us to discuss. We got you. Just send it to us. We are all for people. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> anyway, so make sure you guys stick with us at Down for the Count, and we're going to continue on with our show. It was like, you know, the fans. 
fans are chanting my name. That's like, that's what means the most to me. Or at least to me, that would be it. Because what's worse, being a wrestler who doesn't get cheered or being a wrestler who does get cheered, but, or what was I say? Being a wrestler, oh, fuck, I have a train of thought that got lost, sorry. Being a wrestler that gets that gets cheered and not winning any titles, or being a wrestler when you go out there, you get no reaction from anybody. Like, what would be more important? Being a wrestler that got cheered. Yeah. <laughs> um, no reaction. I mean, you come out there. Like the worst thing possible. Mm-hmm. Come out there and nobody reacts. That would be devastating. That's like Cor- I feel bad for Corbin because yeah, people boo him, but majority of the time. I don't feel bad for him. Well, I feel bad for him as a person because he, but he plays his heel role so well. But um, it's just like him as a person. I just want to know, like, God, I hope he's built some thick ass skin because I've seen people on Twitter where they're like, Baron uh, Baron Corbin equals bathroom break or. Tell me when this guy's off my TV. I don't care. I was just like, damn. It's true, though. It's so true. <laughs> I was like, damn. I feel bad for Baron Corbin. I don't feel bad enough to start cheering for him, but I feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for Baron Corbin because Baron Corbin can change how his character is presented. He don't have to be that way. His character is exactly how he was when he was on Raw as the general manager and the, the count of whatever he was to the authority. It's the same thing. Constable. And like, after a while, that's just annoying. Yeah, he's a good heel. Right. Like he gets the reaction out of people that they're they want for his character. So, you know, whatever. But it's just like I'd rather be if I was even a fucking jobber, I wouldn't care because I'd just be like, okay, I have people cheering for me. Yay, I'm gonna lose, but I just signed a five-year deal with the WWE, and I get to win, like, at least three matches a year. Yay. (laughs) Okay, so I'll put it this way. I like heels. I I can deal with heels. I can tolerate heels like The Miz. I can tolerate heels. Like, when New Day are heels, I hate them, but I understand. I I get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can tolerate Champa. I can tolerate Cole, and I can respect that. But Corbin's problem is he's not good enough to have the arrogance that he has, so it don't match. And it's like, are you okay in the ring? Sure, I'll give you that. Your end of days is decent. You've got some power and a little bit of speed, but you don't have the skill to entertain a long match like what Cole can do in a match for you to be that arrogant. Cole's arrogance matches his character and what he's capable of. That is not the same thing when it comes to Baron Corbin. Yeah. And he don't have the mouthpiece to sell it. So it just comes across dead and flat and just full of arrogance. And you're just like, Please go away. Like, that's the first thing you think of. Right. And that's not good. No, it's not. So, I, I don't know. Okay. So, an AEW, a former wrestler for AEW, AJ Gray, he called out AEW on Twitter 
for their lack of people of color being on television and, you know, holding titles. Now, I've put in our group chat that I've been saying this, and we all have been saying this for months, that AEW has reneged on what they said they were going to do. They've been touting diversity and saying that they were all about being the change in wrestling, and they haven't done anything different from what their other companies have done. So I don't know exactly what AJ Gray said on Twitter, but I'm going to pull it up so I can read what he said. So ain't no misappropriation going on up in here. Hold on a second. Okay. So apparently he was on Twitter talking about the lack of singles competitors in the W and not in WWE, but in AEW. He said, and he was discussing how the wrestling business is grappling with diversity and talking to the wrestling daily, the wrestling Inc. daily podcast when he said this quote. He said, with WWE, I don't get time to watch as I've got to work every day. AEW, they preached when they started their company how different everything would be, how diverse it would be, and all this stuff. And I even talked about it on Twitter. If you look at them, one singles competitor that's a black male, now with their women's division, they're actually doing something decent with that as they have quite a few with different backgrounds in their division. They have quite a few women with a different ethnic background, but with a different ethnic background, but when you look at the males, it's almost like it's no one. It's Scorpio Sky and the African Americans they did use. They get about two minutes and 50 seconds on dark. They get beat up really fast, and that's it. Is that all you can, that's all you think of that talent? Come on now. You give them a legitimate chance. You gave Alan Angels a legitimate chance against Kenny Omega, and now you signed him. What's stopping you from doing that with Suge D or anybody else? <clears throat> he goes on to say it's not really about one particular person. It's just a fact, a matter of fact that it's so little. He said, I don't want to sound like I'm picking um side right now, but WWE has been guilty of doing really messed up things to African Americans. But they also have been ahead of the curve a little bit when it comes to using African Americans. MVP and Lashley aren't new names. They were there ten plus years ago. They were doing great things, and now they're actually getting a chance to run with stuff. Mark Henry getting a chance to model with stuff, and a lot of people getting a chance to run with stuff. Then you still have to think of the ACA situation. It's like, yes, they are doing good, but can they do better? It's just stuff like that. And it just goes on from here. Um, He's not wrong. Because I'm trying to think in my head, anyone besides Scorpio Sky and you have is Michael. Is Scorpio Mac- Sky a singles competitor no. or is he a part of SCU? He is part of SCU, but he does wrestle in solo matches. They have Michael oh. Nagasaki, which pisses me off because he is a great wrestler, but they have him doing the dumbest shit in jobbing. I'm not trying to defend AEW. I'm trying to think like actual just singles competitor. Let me eat my sandwich. 
And then I'll tell you what I think. They have the Lucha Brothers, but they're more tag team. They're they're packaging them as a tag team. Okay. So, they're out. Let me pull up the AEW roster again, because I don't know who the fuck's on there anymore. Everybody that's in a tag team, you got more diversity in the tag team division than you do in the singles division. And I don't even watch AEW like that. And you, and you know um, Hang on, let me pull up the roster. Okay, we got the men's roster. Champions. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Come on, my phone will load up here. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Why is my phone being stupid? I want to love you, but why are you making it so difficult for me? Oh, and I love how my, love on the roster, the first picture that loads up is Cody. Like, get of course. Okay, so I don't know what the hell is my phone's. Yeah, see, the, my phone's like, nope, I don't want to be part of AEW roster. That's why I'm just blurring out all the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Fighter Fest was the event they had, and then they came up with the Great American Bash to compete against them with Fighter Fest for the last two weeks, right? Right, and then you have Kenny Omega and Adam Page as tag, as tag titles. Let's see, I don't know who this so guy is. So what's going on with Fight for the Fallen? What is that? Is Fight- that a pay-per-view, or is that like a special event for TV? Fight for the Fallen was yesterday, and I Fight think for the Fallen is yesterday, and that's like Fight for the Fallen. That's usually a pay per view, but obviously, since there's not going to be any pay per views for a while, they just use that as like a show, like how NXT has been doing with like Great American Bash and etc. Fight okay. for the Fallen. That's what I was trying to figure Fight out. For the Fallen, that's like what they use. Like that's like their charity pay-per-view okay okay chima where the fuck has chima been what taught me how to do this this? jesus all right so i'm pulling up so there's that lovely picture and there's there's dustin rhodes's dick like right up in the camera okay oh wow see like (laughs) right there and cody looks so sad All right, so that's blocked out. That's blocked out. Sheeta, Omega, and Paige. Men's roster. I don't know who this guy is. Alex Reynolds, Angelic, Angelico, Austin Gunn. I bet he's super excited to see Evelise. <laughs> Wait, oh, that's who? Billy Gunn, Sean. I've never seen him before. He was. He's in Lucha. Best thing I would say if you want to see him be good, go watch Lucha Underground. We'll get into Evelise in a minute. Austin Gunn, Brody Lee, Brandon Cutler, Brian. Who are you booing? Him? No. Um, Brody Lee. Oh. Brody Lee, Brandon Cutler, Brian Cage, Cash Wheeler, that asshole, Christopher Daniels, Chuck Taylor. Chima. I saw Chima in MLW and he got abducted by Contra and then coronavirus. Yep, I was did. like, no! What happened to Chima? You can't keep me hanging like this! Cody, <laughs> Holt, Darby, Dax, Dustin, Evil Uno, Frankie Kazarian. Oh, Private Party, but their tag team. Isaiah Cassidy. Their tag team. Jack Evans. Uh, 
Jack Evans, that fucker right there, that fucker right there, Joey Janela, still on it. John Silver, John Moxley. That's an awesome picture of Mox. I like the scar over the eye. Jungle Boy. Oh, here it is. Dude, fuck you. Like, so. Ugh. Hate you. Oh, uh, you animal sick so bad. Jungle Boy. Kenny Omega. Kip Saban is very tanned for a British person. I will admit. Ooh, he's hot, though. I like yeah. his haircut. Yeah, he's he's a good looking guy. Lance Archer. Yeah. Luther. That douche. MJF. Marco Stunt. Mark Quinn. His haircut freaks me out. I Young, know, Buck, right? Young Buck number one. Okay, Michael Nakazawa. The only guy who's not in a group right now. And uh, Nakazawa is literally there to be Ken, Kenny Omega's friend and to collect a paycheck. He does nothing. He said it, not me. Young Times wrestles on dark. What? <laughs> Why does Young Buck number two look like he's constipated? They are, they are, they are not. First oh. <laughs> Cassidy, you got Ortiz. He was in Pride and Powerful, so that don't count. Pack. Ninja Brothers. Avalon. This gip-looking motherfucker from Dark Order. Oh, Damn. Oh, QT, oh, speaking of QT Marshall, he apparently has coronavirus. Yeah, I read about that. Oh, yeah! That. But, like, for what um, I read about was that he had coronavirus, but he didn't tell anybody. Gang does face told everybody. So we got Phoenix. Ooh, Ricky Starks. Oh, I thought I was only, like, 15 years younger. Douchebag. Scroll, scroll back up to Ricky Starks. There we go. <laughs> and then we got douchebag Ricky. Hey, and then just leave alone. You, you hey. The call shooting I'm or something. I'll slide in his DMs. I don't give a fuck. Actually, I have to find out if he's single first because I'm not a homewrecker. I don't do that. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I like her. She's talking about uh, like former LAX members. Fucking Hernandez. Ooh, he's a good-looking man. Uh, Scorpio Sky Five too. I think he's single. Yeah, he I'll, is. I'll slide in there real quick. He's too. got. He's hey, got a. He's got a TikTok and he doesn't upload a whole lot. But when he does, he like he barely has any clothes on. So I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Douchebag number four. He even looks stupid in that picture. Former uh, future, future AEW champion, Sunny Kiss, because we are pro Sunny Kiss in this show. Stupid. But okay, so. He lost last night, and I was upset. Um, Tears are telling me he lost last night. So technically, I think he So technically, that's two. If we're counting. Yeah. Okay, so just one. Yeah. Stu Grayson. The Blade, the Mr. Monopoly. He got a big ass neck. What the fuck is wrong with him? Like his thyroid, man. Just I don't know. His neck is scary. I don't want him. I don't to think it's the thyroid. Out. 
Trent. And Ward Wardlaw. Oh, Wardlaw. No, that's Bay number one. And he you need to cut this out what I'm about to say because this is this is kind of stalkerish. But I was like, because I know that he's single, so I've literally because I hear about people all the time finding wrestlers on Tinder. And I would like go in the Cleveland area and see if he's over there. But I actually I don't know if he lives in a Cleveland area. I know he lives in a woods somewhere. Mm. All right. So the only person of color who is not in a tag team. Ooh, hello. The only person who's not in a tag team is Sonny. You can get Sonny. everybody else in a stable. So he's like, nothing taken away from Scorpio Sky, but you're part of SCU. We're talking right. about people who are by themselves. So we all want to be real. Their women's division. Oh it's, my it's always been diverse. But they they just started putting them on TV, really. I like how her name's star of the show, but she's lost three times. Okay, so on the women's side. Adabon, Ali, Anna J, Awesome Kong, All Hail Kong, that bulldog looking bitch. Big Storm. Oh god. <laughs> Randy Rose. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how are you just gonna scroll past the role model, Britt Baker? Fuck Britt Baker. I love Britt what? Baker. Britt Baker is the best wrestler in her house right now. No love for Adam Cole. I love I love Britt Baker. Right. I think she's fucking. She's money right now. <laughs> Emmy Sakura, Sheeta, Chris Statlander. is so little. Blue pants. Blue pants. That bitch should always be blue pants. I don't give a fuck. That girl. Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, all yes, yes, queen. Penelope reminds me of Maurice a lot. I, yeah. Is that why I like her so much? Probably. I think so. Because That's I was trying to figure out, I said, why do I like, I said, she's talented and stuff, but why do I like her so much? She reminds me of Maurice, even down to her hair. She, yeah. She just looks like her. Maurice, the blue hair. Yeah, her aesthetic. Maurice yep. is also the the best wrestler in her household. Oh, damn. <laughs> just wait till uh, the kid girls... I'm just saying... That's actually a legitimate argument. I'm not even going... <laughs> y'all don't know. Y'all know I hate the Divas era, but I will give Maurice her flowers. Like That bitch was working with what she could do. She's Maurice. a good heel. I don't have a problem with that. I like her as a person, though. I think Hella funny. Sadie Gibbs. I don't look like Sadie Gibbs. Apparently that's Sadie Gibbs. I, like I do not look like her. Who did that? Who overdid her face? I don't know. You got Shauna. I like her because uh, she wears Dragon Ball Z gear. Okay, so uh-huh. our listeners don't see this. You have even if even though you know you have Nyla. I, I'm not sure what her ethnicity is. You have Nyla Rose is um, black and Native American. Yeah. 
Shauna from Portugal, and then you have the, the Joshi wrestlers. Like, by far, the women's roster has more diversity than the men's roster. Which is what AJ Gray said. And that is a problem. Now, I can go, go pull up the WWE roster. Now, Gray, oh. now if you want me to do There you go, Nicole. Like, just, just Nicole stare at this picture for the next hour. <laughs> I'll stare at it for a while. <laughs> now, if we want to get technical here, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say WWE. Just to be petty, <clears throat> I miss Apollo Cruz. I can't wait to see him on Sunday. And he better win too, cause he didn't even get to hold the new belt if they give it to MVP. Though I think I don't think MVP. I can't see MVP wanting to hold a belt. Let me see here, man. I went that ah, fucking hell. And this is like out of kayfabe, obviously. I can't see him being like, no. Mm. Out of kayfabe, I appreciate what MVP's doing. Yeah. Because a lot of black wrestlers getting on TV, and MVP's a part of that. So I fucks with that heavy. But yeah. in kayfabe, and also like I know like Paul Heyman hasn't had the best taxes as well. But Paul Heyman is also responsible for having for a lot of those black wrestlers getting on TV too. Okay, so here's here's the here's the raw male male roster. We Ooh, have Drew. This is gonna be a long list. Jesus. Well, Christ. Yeah. Apollo, our truth. Street profits, and they do oh, wrestle. Street profits. Uh, Akeem and Razor, even though they are injured or they're not there. Akira Tozawa, Alistair Black, Andrade, Angel Garcia. Angel. Austin Theory, Big Show, Bobby Lashley. I don't know who Brendan Vick is. Cedric. Uh, Dolph, Cedric. Drew, Cedric. Umberto. Gender. Gender. MVP, Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe. Some Shelton Benjamin. Titus. But he ain't never on TV. <clears throat> Yeah, Titus is does um humanitarian work. He don't he don't really wrestle. He wrestles every once in a while. You know like um how do I see? It? You know how like you say like you have like a gym membership and you're like oh shit like if I don't go. You gotta go at least once a year to keep that membership. Yeah, so he just so that's basically what he does. He he wrestles once every couple months, so he you know is still quote unquote an active roster, and then he goes and he does like the charity stuff. Okay, but he do do he do do the live shows. They say they say he wrestle on live shows. You know, we give Titus a lot of shit, but he does a lot of great stuff like outside the WWE. Like he, uh, I think he was in Florida. And he was, like, one of the main people arguing why people need to wear masks. So, good on Titus. Uh, Titus has the- always been a, a, a philanthropist. So, that part, I respect Titus on that part. Hold on. Let me know. see what they're classifying Dominic as. Uh, on Other on-air personnel. Oh. It always cracks okay. me up when their last name, when their name, the name Fleer. Yeah, I know, right? And so I'm not going to go over the women's roster because we all know the women's roster are well diverse because we're just going to focus on the dudes right now. So SmackDown, you have Braun, AJ, The New Day, uh, Cesaro. Oh, Dallas. <clears throat> Wait a minute. Oh, what is Big E's first name? Um, 
go oh my it don't work oh it's do it's tour it's tour it sounds african he might his father might be nigerian or something like that I don't know. Let's see here. Then we have Cesaro, Drew Gallus, or Drew Gallic, Elias, Bray Wyatt. Jeffrey is Elias's real name. Shut the fuck yes, up. Yes, he looks like a Jeffrey. I like it. <laughs> Ooh, torn pectoral. Bray Wyatt's uh, real name is Wyndham. It's Wyndham. That, that name is fire. Wyndham <laughs> Rotunda. That is fire. <laughs> That's like a rich CEO's name. I know, I fucking yep. love it. That's a fire. That last name is fire. Like that's uh, just like a real cool like Louisiana. That's old school Louisiana. Yeah, like, like I love that last. Like that's a dope last name. Chad Lale is Jack. Is that's Jack Riker's name? Riker. Riker with three Ks. At least, of course, he's a ch- he's a Chad. He is literally a Chad. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, who else is diverse? The Usos are diverse. So see, Jeff Hardy Morrison got an ugly last name too. Heenigan. Love no. you though. Uh, Kalista. Um, oh my yeah, God. considered an active member on SmackDown. Oh, who is really? active? But how? Is they inactive? How is he a roster menu member though? I don't know. Stay on hiatus while serving as mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Yeah, I got my own problems with Mayor Kane right now, but uh, I didn't know it, Corbin's real name was Thomas. That's I don't know his first name was Thomas either. Lorenzo's real name is Dylan Miley. What the fuck? That's some white mayonnaise shit right there. That is <laughs> white on white white. And then we got Lynch. Lynch. Dorado. Uh, Dorado. Mm. Matt Riddle's real name is Matthew Riddle, so he just we got Sammy Zang. Sammy is uh, that's Otis's real yeah. name. He's Russian. Yeah. He's Russian. That's Russian. Ooh. Russian. Like, did they just get here? <laughs> he he talks about it on Instagram a lot where he shows pictures of like his his grandma growing up in Russia. It's really well, I'm not it's east it's I east, like his name, it's yeah. cute. I can't it's say his last name, but I do I'm like his like, first. that's like that's something Nicola. like that's like kids like they just got like their parents just got here a few years ago. Name. Like they're well, not Robin name is Robin Brain's first name is Lessie. I think that's Liat is Liati. Liati? One of I, I can't pronounce his real Joseph. name. Joseph Anoa, is that how you say his last name? Anoai. Anoai? I've I've heard up all of people's names. Anoai. <laughs> Butchering these things, bro. Butchering them. His name is Butcher. We're gonna get sued. You can't. <laughs> we got Steven. It's Steven. It's gotta be Steven. So you know, and then you got this. Oh, Tucker's real name is cute. Levi Cooper. That's a oh, country. Boy, with that. That's a country name. That is a country boy's name. Yeehaw. He was cute too, from what I remember. Steven, and then, what is Steve? What is his last name? What is that? That's a that's letter. Stephen Butler. I think it's Kuprick. 
You know what? So, uh, if people didn't know, um, Toledo has, like, a high, like, Eastern European um, background and, like, Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say a lot of people's names down here. No, that's everywhere. In Cleveland, the upper part of Ohio, it's a lot of Polish, a lot of German. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of, um, it's majority Polish. What is Lacey's real name? Hold on, scroll up. Lacey's real name, I love her real name. Where'd she go? You yeah. just passed, oh. Macy Estrella. Macy. Yeah. Um, Carmela's real name is better than her real name. Um, that's, her, that's her real name is better than Yeah, Vandale. Oh, I like her name. She should have went yeah. with that. And they should have let her kept that. That that's sounds fine. like a... Like, oh. do you think maybe cause it might have been too similar to Rob Van Dam? Probably. It wouldn't, wouldn't be surprising. Look at Mandy's... Oh my god, how do you pronounce Mandy's last name? <laughs> Amanda, Amanda Sacramano? Oof. I think that's how you say it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I messed it up. Look at Nikki James Aldis. Aww. That warms Aww. my heart. Nicola my Glencross? That last name is fire. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so I these people's real names is better than um their ring names. I'd be pissed. Especially Carmela's. I'm going to tweet her about that. I said, sis, you need to try to use your real name. What is, how do you, I don't want to say Tamina's name because I don't want to say it wrong. It's like Sarana Snuka Um, Palomalu. Yes. How did I know that? As if you say it exactly how it looks. (laughs) There's our double (laughs) Well, I know these names are going to be funky. Let's look at them. Okay, so we got Keith Lee bask in his glory. Oh, Santos Escobar. That's a fine That's name. his real name? Oh, Austin yes. Jenkins? Jenkins? <laughs> <laughs> this just needs to be its own thing. <laughs> oh, my God. That is the blackest name I've seen on a white boy in a while. Jenkins? Where did you get the Jenkins from? Are you adopted? <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? That whole name, Austin Jenkins, because he just does not look like that. That's how we're going to talk about it. If you got that on a job application, you interview him, you're like, okay, you come in, you'd be shocked that the motherfucker is out of cold, comes walking in, like, hi, yeah, I'm Austin Jenkins. He's like, okay, Mr. Jenkins? Oh, okay. I he I want to see his license. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hold on. So we got Adam Cole. We got the like. I mean, okay. Bobby so is actually Bobby Fish. That's his real name. Yeah, that's just his. Real I would name. get on with his name. You guys want to see something funny as I'm looking at Dexter Loomis? If you watch uh, Wrestling with Regrets' newest flashback pay-per-view, they did Hardcore Justice, and they show a very young Dexter Loomis on there. And he looks completely freaking different. Samuel Shaw is his name. That sounds like a serial killer name. (laughs) 
Christopher Dijak. Dominic Dijakovic, that's actually a lot better than his real name. Yeah. Curtis Hussey. He could have just went by Dijak. He didn't have to do Dijakovic. He could just have um, a one got an ugly um, name. Sorry. Sorry Still love you. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Johnny Gargano. It's actually Gargano's real name. Okay. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. Keith Lee's name is his real name. I always forget. Killian James. Cross has the same um, initials. Pete Dunn's real last name is England? Yeah. Wow. Can you be? Peter England. <laughs> I love it. Santos Escobar is Jorge Al. Holy shit, should I even try to say that? Jorge, Jorge um, Alcantar Boldy. I'm, I'm too right now some of these damn names. Like, holy shit. They need to take him off of his too. name. Like, I think he's going to be the permanent cruiserweight champion because I don't think, um, oh boy, is getting that oh, title. No, they, they ain't letting him hold that title. Who? 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 Who was the cruiserweight champ? Um, uh, that one dude, what's his name? The one with that big ass head, he got freakishly large head. Jordan Devlin. Uh, we don't talk about Jordan Devlin right now. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Breeze. Tommaso Whitney. Whitney. Chompa Matthias Clement. Well, we all know Velveteen's Patrick. Patrick Clark Jr. We already know that. Zach Gibson's real name is Jack Rhea. Mm. Okay, and then we have women wrestlers. We have, oh my, how do you say Ooh, these? I'm not okay, I'm not. No. Oh, I, I, no. Well, ladies and gents, that's all we got. We ain't got no more. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. We have at least two more episodes coming your way. As always, we have a bonus episode every week in which our very own Nicole does an interview with a wrestler and just highlights them and gives them a platform to be able to speak about all the topics in regards to wrestling, whether it's an LGBTQIA member um, in the wrestling community, an African-American wrestler. We're just trying to do our part to help make sure everybody gets a little bit of shine in these dark COVID times. So please make sure that you guys follow that section of our podcast. I believe it's called the count out. I could be wrong, but I believe it's called the count out. I have listened to a couple episodes of it and every week she features a new wrestler. So might want to be on the lookout for that. It is a part of our bonus episodes. So make sure you guys check it out and I'll see you guys in our next one.